Hey, everybody. Yes. Um, can we, uh, for the podcast. Okay. Um, so, Animal Crossing. Yep. That's a game that exists. What is the proper etiquette for when somebody, like, comes to your island or you go to somebody's island and sell your turnips? Okay? So, like, I've gone to several people's islands I didn't know, like, should I sell? Like, should, do I, am I supposed to give them, like, money that I get from the turnips? Like, I was just like, oh, whatever. Like, it's fine. Like, you don't have to, like, give money. Like, who cares? It's just, like, a game. There's no, like, in-game current, like, you know what I mean? You hear what I'm saying? You, you I, get what I'm throwing down? I, I'm hearing the words that you were saying, but the sense that they make is okay. almost right. zero. Nick, hold the console so I don't okay. get distracted. Alright, so the game Animal Crossing. It's a game. In the game Animal Crossing. By the way, I think I think we've skipped over My Name's Alex. Oh Jesus. Do you wanna just like start this again? <laughs> no, I think it's good. I feel like we need to restart. <laughs> nope. You sure? Alex, please that, cut all of this out. No. <laughs> that was that was Alex. Who's talking now? Uh, Who was talking? Oh my god. What's your name? <laughs> I'm Elise and I want a do over. <laughs> I'm Nick. And I think this is great. Oh, yay. They yeah. left. Okay. I can get out of my game now. So, before we started recording, we were, like, in the middle of this conversation. And then we were, like, do we have this conversation now or do we want to have it on, on podcast? And I was, like, well, let's just have it on the podcast. So, now I have to get, like, now I have to backtrack. And you've probably listened to, like, a minute and a half of this. And you're, like, you know what? Fuck it. Like, I'm not listening to this shit anymore. <laughs> Who are these, like, unprofessional noobs <laughs> who have been podcasting for, like, three years and clearly don't know what they're doing? Um, there are better podcasts out there, people. Like, you can listen to something better. Uh, so, anyway, like, so here's the deal, right? Is there's, it's called the stock market. Okay? Mm-hmm. S-T-A-L-K. I've heard of such a thing. On Sundays... On Sunday mornings, you can buy turnips, okay? Mm -hmm. All right, turnips usually on Sundays sell for around 100 bells, which is one of the in-game currencies. And It's the only in-game currency. No, there's miles, nook miles. Oh, that's true, yeah. Um, so you, Sunday morning, you, instead of going to brunch, because there's no such thing as brunch anymore because we live in the darkest timeline, um, you wake up crazy early and you buy a bunch of fucking turnips from this uh, pig that really needs to blow her nose. And you buy all your turnips, and then during the week, you watch the stock market. So Timmy and Tommy, who are the bastard sons of Tom <laughs> Nook, um, will buy your turnips from you, and it'll be a range from, like, I think the lowest I've ever seen is, like, 50 bells in, like, the 50-bell range up to 600 bells, okay? So you could make six times your investment in a week, right? And because it is a bunch of nerds with way too much time on their hands that play this game, there are like apps you can get to predict the stock market. And I swear to fucking God, if like they just put cute animals in like Wall Street and it was like, instead of buying from like some sweaty, like white cis douchebag that went to Dartmouth, you could, like, instead buy from, like, a cute little fox spirit or whatever, like, you know I'm what I mean? I'm not gonna lie, like, it sounds like, sounds like the Tokyo stock market. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like, I feel like, you know, at least I would be more inclined to participate in, in the stock market as opposed to what we currently do, which is have a mutual fund because we're dicks. And, um, so anyway, where was I going with this? So the stock market. So you can make like six times your investment and there's like apps and websites that will show you like will predict when your um, turnip prices are going to like peak for the week. And people have made Facebook groups saying like, oh, these are my turnip prices. What are your turnip prices? And you can travel around to like different people's islands and sell your, your turnips. And I have like regularly clocked in like, like at least like a cool half mil in bells. 
like every week. Like I feel like a fucking genius, <laughs> and I shouldn't, <laughs> because holy fucking shit! If I like could use this power, but with like actual currency, you know what I mean? Like I guess I could just play the stock market. I guess this is why people play the stock market, right? I don't know. Sounds if if this is something that sounds like is is something that's happening to a lot of people. Sounds like a bubble to me. It sounds like it's uh, no, but that's the great thing. It's economic the bubble is never gonna burst. <laughs> it's never gonna. <laughs> it's, it's a foolproof investment. Uh huh. Um, uh huh. It was, it was, we're on a rocket to the moon, people. Um, mm. A rocket look, to the turnip moon. Look, all I'm saying is, unlike, unlike stocks like fake stocks and like the New York Stock Exchange, unlike those, these things, you know, you could do whatever with them. You know, you can you can cook with them. You can, you know, give them to your friends. You can eat 10 of them at a time and yeah. then uh, dig up 10 trees. Uh, if you're looking to complete the your museum's bug collection, you can let them sit around for a week and then they'll rot and you'll get ants that you can catch. But more importantly, you can use this money to pay off your loans to fucking Tom Nook. <laughs> um, so, but then it's like, what about like bell etiquette, Right. Like, because I've gone to some people's and maybe I'm an asshole. Am I the asshole, Reddit? Mm -hmm. Right? Like, was I supposed to be leaving behind bells? And I asked this because I opened up my gate today for people and somebody left me, like, almost 100,000 bells. And I was like, this feels inappropriate. Like, <laughs> this doesn't feel like I should be allowed to take this. No. You know? And no. Then, but it's like, should I have left? Like, usually what I do is I leave a fun note on somebody's bulletin board, and I leave them a nice thank you note. And I thought that's all you had to do. But now it's like, do you, do I have to... I, do, I, I, do I have to spend? And then I did let her buy something, like a rare item. Mm. Um, I let her buy the Triceratops stand. But it's cool, because I've got one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In, um, I've, got, I've got one that I'll give to you. Yeah. Um... So it's like, is that why she gave me a bunch of bells? And now I'm like, I feel like an asshole. Because um, I've gone to like three fucking islands and I've not given anybody shit. I, I whenever I go, I usually leave, like, I don't really leave like nearly 100,000 bells, but I usually don't make that much when I sell my turnips. Um, she could have made like 2 million. Yeah. I like, usually, I usually leave like 10,000 bells. Yeah. Okay. Well, now I feel like a dick because I just write a nice note. I was raised right. <laughs> anyway, uh, I'm, I'm glad you started us off with the most important uh, story of the week, Elise. The most important. Oh, is, there, is... is there something more important happening in the world than Animal Crossing right now? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I'm not a bad person. I just really care about the stock market. S T A L K. Um. Yeah, so if you're listening to this in the future, uh,. The, this is yeah the world's um, on fire how about yours uh yeah so about no. a week ago <laughs> about a week ago as of this recording uh a week and a few days uh the murder by police of uh minnesota resident uh minneapolis resident george floyd has sparked uh severe outrage amongst uh all americans essentially yeah um and at least the anyone Black that's Lives actually been Matter. paying attention. Yeah. Uh, the, uh, the, the people Black who Lives aren't Matter like, movement. but what about my targets? Yeah, those guys. That was like two weeks ago. Yeah. Um, oh, no. the Yeah, the target. Um, anyway, it's it's grown and grown and grown uh, to the point that even our sleepy little town has daily protests. Yeah. Uh, and so it's it's a big, it's the goddamn news. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, it, and there's National Guard in the streets of Richmond, and there's, you know, federal, federal troops being deployed to D.C. Um, there's, you know, lawmakers left and right saying this and that, and Trump doing bullshit. Uh, yeah, so this is, this is a big thing. Um, and so... There's not much that really us as a little dinky, you know, podcast that's made for comedy and pop culture referencing, uh, done by, you know, three white people, uh, can really say much more other than listen to 
you know, black people, listen to people of color, hear their voices, amplify their voices. Uh, and if it's okay with the two of you, I was thinking of leaving some uh, links of donation places where people can oh, donate yeah. to uh, bail For funds sure. and uh, things like that in the description. So, um, there's also uh, been a lot you... of... I'm sorry, were you done? Or... Oh, no, I was, I was just going to say, uh, if you feel inclined to help out in that way, please uh, check out the description uh, in this podcast. Anyway, please continue. Oh, I was just going to say, um, one of the things that I've seen that's been really helpful, um, there are a lot of reading lists um, floating around. There's a lot of Google, uh, Google Docs um, floating around with a variety of resources that are available. Um, kind of one of the things that I've heard in listening to people of color over the last week, and honestly... A message that I've heard like repeated over and over for the last several years is you know now isn't the time now isn't the time to ask for like a seminar yeah from one of your friends of color yeah on like say why are you so angry right now like that's like now is not the time um yeah. and you know really try to do the legwork yourself and so one of the one of the things that i think is really helpful um that is really helpful is the like i said like the google docs and maybe we'll try to put some of those too in the description um that they just like they do a lot of lists of you know different types of media that you can consume from like novels like the hate you give um to different ted talks and also kind of one of the ones that I found that a friend of mine from college shared, um, which I thought was really interesting, is it sort of goes through like the levels of like racism to being anti-racist. Yeah. I, um, did you see that I one? saw that. I, I have some thoughts about it, but finish what you were going to say. I don't know. I thought, it was, I thought it was really interesting the way it kind of takes you and sort of like whatever step you are on your journey um, what are, um, to becoming more vocally anti-racist, um, sort of what are the steps and what are, um, pieces of media that you can consume that will help you get to your end goal? Um, which I thought was really interesting. I liked how it kind of broke it down, you know, cause I think a lot of us think like you, you get to a place where you're like, oh, I'm not racist or like you think you're not racist and you're like, okay, I'm done. Um, being a better person or whatever and um, they they really thought of I thought of some really thoughtful challenges to that um, to kind of help you grow and 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 just become more secure in your ability to be vocally anti-racist and basically just kind of saying like you know understanding the structures are not enough mm -hmm. or you know mm -hmm. I, I'm, I'm trying to think of like some really interesting specifics but they sort of go through it it almost parallels like the stages of grief yeah um and like some of the phrase like if you find yourself saying like well you know i have black friends then they give like a very specific like actions that you can take and the and pieces of media that you can read i don't think i saw um, that one i saw something else but uh, yeah so that, that one I thought was really good um, because it was it was basically like, you know, your far left column of the page as it went down was like, if this is your reaction to what's going on, then like, then the next column was kind of like initial thoughts and response to that. The third column was actions you can take. And the fourth column, the far right column, was um, pieces of media to consume to help broaden your world perspective. And so that was really cool because it's like, you're not just like throwing people. You're, it, it, the document was really, a, truly about like meeting people where they are and giving them the tools that they need at the place that they're at. Um, so that one, I'll try, I'll try to find that one again and so we can share that because I thought, um, I personally thought that one was like the most helpful. The, the one that I saw that I had thoughts about was more of like a spectrum Mm. And it was like, 
basically saying like, oh, if you're saying this, then this is where you fall on the spectrum of like racist to not racist, basically like like uh, terrorist to ally sort of thing. Um, and I had like I think that's a like a nice like starting point, but. An important thing to keep in mind, you know, as a white ally in times like this, is that even if you are actively anti-racist, like, racism isn't a thing that you can, like, you know, pick up and throw away, necessarily. Like, even if you are anti-racist, you can still say and do and think things that, in the moment, are racist. And... That's one of the big problems that we have in the United States, I feel like, when it comes to racism. Is that, you know, racism is the bad man saying the N-word and, like, joining the KKK. And if I don't do that, then I'm not a racist. And therefore, I'm a good person. Yeah. Um, and that's bad. <laughs> because <laughs> systemic racism exists in all sorts of different forms, including within the, the minds of allies. And often it can rear its head in your own mind, even if you think you're not a racist. What you have to do in that situation is recognize when you're in the wrong and be able to take a step back and re-examine where did that come from? Why did I say that thing? Or why did I do that thing? How can I grow from this? Like, it, when someone says that an action that you've taken is racist, it's not necessarily a condemnation of you as a person, it's asking you to take a step back and look at yourself and become a better person. Um, <laughs> even if in that moment you're not. And that like, that is a problem for a lot of like, not, not, you know, leftists too, but it, it's often the case in like well-meaning liberals, right? Like, um, the, the lady who called the cops on the guy for telling her to put her dog on a leash. Like, I voted for Obama yeah, twice. Yeah, yeah, she she's one of those ladies who voted for Obama twice, and I think I, I think it came out that she was like a, a Pete Buttigieg supporter. Like this lady wasn't like some frothing Trump supporter. Like she was a well-meaning white liberal, and mm. that's where these things fester. And those are the people that honestly we're hearing now being like, "Well, I support the protests, but these riots need to stop." When not realizing that the riots are the thing that's like causing change to actually happen um when it's not just police right you know looking for a reason to gas protest right well the one of the best things that i i've heard in the most in most recent uh, in this in this most recent week was basically that riots like riots are not good or bad riots mm -hmm. are a like like almost like a chemical reaction they are something that happens when you get certain elements together. Oh, the... Hmm? Sorry. I'm just looking out the window. Oh, yeah. There's there's stuff happening out in our neighborhood. Um, but, yeah, like this idea that they're not necessarily inherently good or bad. They're just something that happens. And then what comes out of that thing happening... But yeah, you're right. Like, a lot of the violence that's happening that people are condemning are actually, as we're, as we're seeing being instigated by the police. Mm -hmm. um, one of the things that I'm, that I'm, I'm interested to see what happens. Um, less than, less than a year or, uh, yeah, less than a year ago, uh, when Elise and I were on our, our honeymoon, we were in the city of Paris and it was after the, the yellow jacket, uh, protests had, had kind of yellow simmered. Vest. Yellow vest. Yeah had kind of simmered, simmered down. Um, but you like everywhere we looked, we saw like broken windows and graffiti that were clearly left over from the riots. Um, and I kind of, at that time was like, man, it would be <laughs> really neat if something like that were to happen here. Cause you know, we desperately need something similar. Um, and now it's happening. And now because of everything being closed out because of COVID, they can continue to happen um, mm -hmm. because people don't have to go back to work. Mm -hmm. Like, although, although Virginia is planning to start its uh, level two of reopening on Friday. Right. But like the people who've lost their jobs, like a lot of people who have lost their jobs, 
don't have that. Yeah, yeah. it's not gonna it's not gonna affect them. Like mm-hmm. it, also, where the protests are happening the most or the biggest concentration, um, namely like Richmond and Northern Virginia, are still in phase one. Yeah, that's true too. Um, and they've actually had permission to stay in phase one for a lot longer. Mm-hmm. Um, granted, I think they're also adding in curfews um, to these places as well. So I don't know. We'll we'll see. But... Um. Yeah. I don't know. That's what we're saying is it's Nicholas's fault. What? What did I do? <laughs> you wished you monkey pod. I did. Yeah. The, the monkey. The, the monkey pod curled when when I was having those thoughts last year. Um. There's a lot of that. I feel like a lot of these things are happening this year, where it's like some like perverted version of someone's wish. Mm-hmm. I wish I had more time off to spend with my family. <laughs> curled. <laughs> yeah. Um, 20, 2020 has been half a year. I know, I can't... It feels like a decade. I can't believe that it's already June. I can't believe there's still, like, technically a presidential primary going on. Yeah. Like, I was like, oh, fuck. Like, like six states had their primary yesterday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway. I don't know, it's hard for me to think of anything else going on right now like i'm just kind of yeah the 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 protests have kind of dominated like our social media activity at least mine at least yeah um and so yeah it's kind of hard to to think about anything else at the moment every every once in a while i'll still get like some boomer ass idiot posting about like wake up people bill gates is trying to control you with vaccines um, but that has died down a lot in mm-hmm. the last couple of days. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I, I would love to be like a fly on the cranial wall of one of the people who was, who was out like two or three weeks ago, whenever that was for like the, let us go back to work protests. Mm-hmm. Like, it wasn't even let us go back to work. It was like, yeah, that's true. Let, let us have our, you know, minimum wage servants come back and give me a haircut. Yeah. Like, that's, you know. Well, like, what must those people be thinking right now? They're they're thinking, I, I don't know, they might be thinking that the lie that they've told themselves all these years, is at least the, like, the, the militia types. Yeah. Which is like, we need our, our we need our guns to protect ourselves from government overreach. They're saying, well, that's that's what we've said for years, but that's not what we've meant yeah, at yeah, all. Yeah. Not like that. Like, that. We like no. this kind of government overreach. <laughs> we, like, we like this domination. Uh, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, no, it's, it's, I don't know, maybe some of them are having a conscious crisis of consciousness, or maybe some of them are just realizing that they need a better spin. Yeah. Yeah. Um, or it's just going mask off at this point, and they're just, you know, walking the streets and aiding the police as militia, oh, which God. is actually a thing that's happening yeah, in some I've cities. Seen, I've seen posts about that. I also saw, um, I think it was Steven Crowder posted something like, um, you know, if you're, if you are, uh, if you're attacking someone, like, who is, who's not doing anything, like, you're a terrorist, period, and you will be dealt with, like, violently or something like that and like people started responding to it with like steven crowder says the cops are terrorists <laughs> <laughs> it's like fucking great uh it's it i think i said this last time we recorded but like now that i'm caught up on Infowars or not like on knowledge fight rather um and i'm listening to this in real time it is wild like mm-hmm. the amount that that people like Alex Jones are like bending over backwards to try to make this make sense in that kind of militia small government ideology mm-hmm. like you know what is what is their spin now okay so so literally the one of the ones that i was hearing this week was Alex Jones was talking about how he went out to a protest and like everywhere he go like First of all, the first thing he said was that 
All, all the leftists are you're saying, oh, you're not on Facebook, you're not at Twitter, you don't matter anymore. Which, first of all, I doubt anyone said shouted any of that at him. Um, that's probably <laughs> him projecting. But, mm. uh, but one of the but the other thing was, you know, people say, oh, you're you're against the police state. How can you be a, uh, how can you be in favor of this? Which would be my fucking question to him. And basically, his rationalization boiled down to, no, the police state is when the state makes the police do to make you do something bad like let your 5-year-old have like a sex like a gender gender confirmation surgery um or like all these other things that like Alex Jones imagines that the left would do mm-hmm. um but it's not when a police officer does something violent. That's not what the police state is. Mm. It's wild. Mm -hmm. It is absolutely. And then like making up stuff about like George Floyd by saying, Oh, it's like, it was confirmed that he had like drugs on his person or something like that. And they like show a video that shows like when he's being like uh, on the, uh, like, he's like put on the wall or something. I haven't seen the actual video. I can't bring myself to do it, but basically apparently that some like powder or something comes off of a surface and they're saying that that's like a baggie of cocaine. And therefore that justifies like extra judicial mm-hmm. murder, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. like it's, it's wild. Like they'll just find because and, and ultimately the reason why all of this is true. Like, I, I know what the answer is. I know why the militia types don't give a shit about this. Um, but I just, I want to know if they realize it. If the, if because the, the answer is that it's never about freedom. It's about white supremacy. Mm-hmm. Like that's what they think freedom is. The freedom to oppress others. Right. Like down that's, lower on the totem pole than yeah things. yeah, even if they're like, even if they're like all the way down on the totem pole, it's the idea that while they're still better than somebody else, you know that's what they're fighting for. Mm-hmm. It's, it's absurd. Um, did you watch the latest philosophy tube video? I did. It, yeah, it hit right at the right time, didn't it? <laughs> yeah. Like, cause he was clearly working on that one for a while and it is like, it doesn't, it's not exactly what's going on, but it's close enough. Yeah. The one about anti-Semitism. Yeah. Like it, it just, it coincides so much with what's happening in America right now that you'd think it was planned, you know, (laughs) if you were an Alex Jones type. Yeah. There's there's uh. British actor. There's a crisis actor pulling the strings. Uh. Anyway. Uh. Uh. There was there was some good news today. Oh. Um. Yeah. Coming out of this. <laughs> uh. They're removing no the racist statues it. from the Richmond Monument. Yeah. Richmond Avenue. monuments are being taken down. That's pretty nice. Mm-hmm. Um, just the racist ones, not yeah, the yeah. Arthur Ashe ones. Not the Arthur Ashe one. No, not Arthur Ashe. Although, I mean, if they could replace it while they're while they're at it, <laughs> replace it with one that doesn't look like he's about to beat children. That's not You know, um. So so uh, my my recommendations uh, for who they should replace uh, those those statues you with. Have a short list. I have a short list. Um, cause I looked up, is it just the members of Guarnaboy? It's not just one of them. Dave Brocky is on the list, but the, the ones that I put on first were Nat Turner and Book- Booker T. Washington. Fuck yeah. Um, cause I didn't actually realize that, uh, Booker T. Washington was from Southampton. Huh. Uh, I don't think I knew that either. Yeah. I feel kind of bad. Didn't know that. And, uh, Dave Brocky, obviously. <laughs> and, uh, Warren Beatty, who's all, apparently also from Virginia. <laughs> Damn. Okay. You know, who? Warren Who's... Beatty, the actor. 
Missy Elliott not... is from Virginia Beach. Oh, yeah, she is. So, I don't know. That'd be kind of sweet. Just saying. Uh... I mean, you're yeah, cool to, like, art... walk down. Like, you're doing, like, the Monument 10K. Mm-hmm. And you're, like, you're just, like, walking down. And it's like, oh, there's, like, there's, like, Nat Turner. There's Booker T. Washington. All right, once I get to, like, the Missy Elliott statue, then I can I can take a breather. <laughs> Anyway. But yeah. That is that is some good ass news right there. Um, at the very least, I, I think it was the governor saying that the um that the, the Robert E. Lee statue is coming down and then the 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 mayor, I think, was saying that all of them are coming down. Yeah. Well didn't the reason give, like a timetable. I, I was looking I was looking at it. Um mm-hmm. apparently the reason for that is because the mayor said his first. Mm-hmm. Um and his was basically all the Confederate statues except for Robert E. Lee. He had the authority to take down because they're city okay. property. And apparently mm. the Lee statue is state property, which is why the governor had to be the one to, to declare that. I see. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's that's the reason for that. I know because I was like, that's so because I was seeing both of those things. And I'm like, well, this is saying that the governor, the the, the uh, the mayor is saying all of them, and this one, the governor is just saying Lee. So which is it? And apparently, it's mm-hmm. both. It's just that okay. one of them had the authority to do one set of things, and the other one had the authority to do the other. Mm-hmm. Um, and also the apparently, uh, this is like this. I saw this just before we started recording, but apparently, uh, Lego is donating a whole shitload of money. Uh, mm-hmm. to, like, bail funds and stuff. Uh, and mm-hmm. also pulling their Lego City police sets from stores. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so it's like, yeah, fuck yeah. Now, are they doing that? Because it's really hard to manufacture, like, little, like, graffiti Lego people <laughs> that can, like, just spray, like, a cab. <laughs> It's like, and if you follow step 17 through 53, you will spell ACAB mm-hmm. on this Lego City block. I have seen, uh, have you seen the post that was, uh, this was floating around like a couple of years back, but it was basically like charting the militarization of police through Lego men. I did see that. Yeah. Where it's like, it starts off with the earliest Lego police officer figure up to the, the most recent one. Mm. Wait, are there like SWAT? Like, yes, police? yes. <laughs> that is terrifying. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's really scary, which is probably one of the reasons why they pulled it because it's like, oh, this looks really bad right now. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh, um. And in music news, did you hear about this one, Alex? I don't know. So, um. <laughs> so, because I, I I asked you because I told Elise earlier. Mm-hmm. Um. So. Run the Jewels' new album was supposed to come out on Friday. Okay. And they were like, you know what? Because shit sucks right now, fuck it. We're releasing it today. And also, it's free. Um, and so, if you go to their website, you can download their new album for free. And when you go to do it, a little window pops up asking if you want to donate money to a Legal Defense Fund. Nice. Yeah, so I I did that. To, I had already pre-ordered the album, so I was looking forward to it anyway. But I went ahead and got downloaded my free copy, and mm-hmm. I tossed a few bucks to a legal defense fund. Um, also, Bandcamp, um, which is a website for like independent music makers, or you know, for the most part, independent music <coughs> music makers, mm-hmm. um, has been doing stuff to because. They try to give most of the money to the artists, but they, like, take a little cut for themselves. Throughout the COVID stuff, uh, they've chosen, like, a day a month where they're not taking their own cut of the money. And so, basically, all the money goes directly to the artists. They're doing that again. They're doing that on Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, later on in the month, on June the 19th, uh, they're giving all 100% of all money that they make as a company to uh the NAACP legal defense fund. Nice. So Juneteenth, if you want some awesome music, go find some on Bandcamp and donate money to the NAACP at the same time. 
So, you know, good. there is good stuff happening out of this. There's there's a lot of chaos right now and a lot of probably mostly cops and, like, agent provocateurs and white supremacists causing, like, violence in these protests. But <laughs> because everyone is paying attention to what's happening... Like, there is some good coming out of the chaos, at least at this point. So hopefully mm -hmm. that trend will continue. Yeah. And don't don't take, you know, small concessions as a means to stop. No, Keep hell up no. the pressure. Um, but yeah. So, uh, politics aside and, and current state of affairs aside, uh, do we want to to move on to other more lighter things, or do we still have more to say about I, uh, weighty issues? Um, I don't know. I think I've I've talked about all the things related to this that I wanted to bring up. Okay. All the thoughts that I've been having. I think it's really cool. Um, just like understanding that these things come in waves. Um, and I've been thinking a lot about like the like the Flint, Michigan protest um mm -hmm. from a few years ago and now um one of the things that i think is really cool is i feel like there is more of a sense of solidarity among people like there's like a growing sense of solidarity um and like platform you know groups and platforms that i'm i'm just like a part of on facebook and like just dumb things like you know like bulbasaur is the best pokemon group and like you know DS, like deep space nine shit posting or whatever and like even seeing in these just kind of like random uh popular culture groups um like you know somebody in uh i think it was garrick is love garrick is life <laughs> um just is like posted as like organizing a ds9 themed um virtual 5k to raise money for the naacp you know, and, and I think that's, that's really cool. And just, you know, just seeing kind of like random groups like that, uh, just like come out in support of, of Black Lives Matter, um, that I think is just, I don't know. I think it's been really cool to see. Um, so, I mean, other than everything that's happening, mm -hmm. Have we been doing anything? I don't know. Elise and I, have, we haven't had much chance, much of a chance for, for things recently. There's a lot of like life changes going on right now. That's taking up a fair amount of our time. Mm -hmm. We did. Uh, I think since the last time we recorded, I think we rewatched the entirety of Avatar, the last airbender. Nice. I've been watching it with my sister, although it's slower than, than binging it. You guys have. Yeah. Yeah, we had um, we had a few days, uh, about a week or so, where we had a lot of work to do. So we wanted something on in the background that we didn't really have to pay attention to because we knew it well enough. So we just we just put that on, and I think we finished the whole thing in like five days. <laughs> um, that show's still like it. It's really good, and like it, it definitely, even though it is like so like it is definitely meant for kids. Um, <laughs> There's stuff that you kind of pick up more on rewatches, I feel like, than the first time through. Like, I've watched the whole thing through, like, I don't know, four or five times, and there's still things that I'm like, oh, yeah, this stuff happens. That's right. <laughs> or, like, I forgot that this happened here. That sort of a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Did you uh, pick up on the possible transcoding in, uh, in uh, what is it? Uh... I, 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 you're talking about Smellerby? Yes, yes, yes. Um, I disagree. Mm -hmm. I, I like I I felt like I hear her as being voiced by a woman. Um, it yes. sounded like like a cis woman, okay. and so like I took that more to mean that she's a tomboy. Um. I don't know. Like, like it's if it's. I feel like it's one of those things where, like, if that's how you interpret it, and 
there's nothing in the text to support it, but there's also nothing in the text to disprove it. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. So, like, if that's, like, a theory that brings you joy, then hang on to it. But that that was kind mm -hmm. of my my feeling on it. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. Yeah, I don't know. I, like... I think I'm I'm falling in that that as well where it's like I could see it it's it's not the way that I ever viewed that character but it's also I think it's a, a entirely like valid reading of the way that those lines are presented but yeah I I'm I'm of the same mind as Elise I think where it's like yeah like cuz I hear the the voice actor is clearly like a cis woman and so it's kind of like it's a little bit of a raspier voice but i i think it, and i think because that voice actor does play so many other like she's like a regular yeah in nickelodeon yeah i'm trying to like think she i think she plays one of the babies on rugrats or something yeah. um so it's kind of hard to like n not hear it that way. I think knowing that it's a cis woman but that, voice actor. That's a little bit of a metatextual reading. Yeah. <laughs> so I feel like if you're looking <laughs> exclusively at the text, yeah, I feel like it could be, it could easily be either way. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know. We've also been we've been watching Toast of London. Oh Jesus! <laughs> Do you want to talk about Toast of <laughs> London, Elise? I, didn't we watch? We did, like, and I totally an forgot that we watched the first episode at of your, it. At your, what was it? At your, uh, at your bachelor party, I think. No, I think we watched. Well, maybe we did. We we for yeah, sure we, watched um, uh, Dark Place, which also has Matt Berry in it. Mm -hmm. Oh Jesus! Yeah, I think it was because I was reminded of Dark Place that it was like, oh, this thing. Yeah, and I I made so I made Elise rewatch the first episode of Dark Place again. <laughs> uh, I don't know why I don't like Dark Place and I really enjoy Toast of London I think it's because I was a theater major so I just like I watched Toast of London and I'd like I half watch it like through my hands because I'm just like I've been here before I understand this so um, I do like the running gag yeah. that people keep mentioning Benedict Cumberbatch and he keeps saying who and you're like who <laughs> <laughs> that that is probably one of my favorite running gags too. Um, I also like the running gag of Peter Davidson showing up. Uh, and the first time he was on screen, I was like, "Is that Peter Davidson?" And you were like, "No, it can't be." And then he refers to him as Davidson, and we're like, "Oh yeah, it is totally him." Um, I don't know. That's been pretty funny. If for, if you haven't seen that one. Uh, it's, uh, Matt Berry, who's also in the TV series of what we do in the shadows and, uh, Garth Marenghi's dark place. Uh, he was also in the mighty. He, oh God. Yeah. He was in the mighty Boosh. Um, but it's, uh, it's about this like terrible actor who is trying to get his career better and just all of the various misadventures through London. It's very surreal. Um, every episode features some sort of musical number towards the end uh, that deals with like one of his, like, what, like whatever the theme is for that episode, I suppose. Um, I don't know. It's, it's been pretty funny. Uh, we're, we're, there's three seasons and we just finished season two. And because it's a British show, there are only like six episodes per season. So it's been a pretty quick watch. Um, I don't know. That's, that's most of what we've been doing, honestly. Yeah. I, I didn't, I didn't realize that Matt, that Matt Berry was actually in moon. Oh, was he? Who the fuck yeah, was he in moon? Apparently, apparently he's one of like the suits that is in charge of the really? company. That like, yeah. it's yeah. He's like on the video huh. screen. Um, he's also in What We Do Over in the Shadows. Myers. Yeah, I mentioned that. Oh, whatever. I'm not yeah. listening to you. He's in What We Do in the Shadows. Whatever. He's in Snow White and the Huntsman. Jesus, uh, who was he in? Oh, no, that wasn't the one that I watched. I watched Mirror, Mirror. Because mm. remember, it was that weird summer where, like, two Snow White-themed movies came out back-to-back. -back. 
And there was the oh, fun God, candy yeah. one, which was Mirror Mirror. Um, and then there was, like, the weird realist one um, starring Kristen Stewart. Uh, that was Snow White and the Huntsman. Did not see that one. Mm-hmm. The fun campy one mm-hmm. is fun and campy. Highly recommend. Mm-hmm. It's on Netflix. It's, like, really good if you just have, like, a bottle of wine and just need to, like, sh- chill for a few hours. It's, it's pretty great. Yeah. Oh, he was also in Disenchantment, if you recall, as the uh, the pig. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. Man, Matt Berry is having a moment. Good for him. He's so funny. Um, have you seen the What We Do in the Shadows TV series yet, Alex? I have not, I no. gave you my uh, Hulu login. I, I, it's been a busy yeah. week, Elise. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, God. It's, it is definitely worth a watch. Um, I, I might actually like it better than the, t- than the movie. Really? Yeah. The movie was trying to do a lot in a really short period of time, and I think it's mm-hmm. it works better as a TV show. I, honestly, I, does the movie seem like a pilot for the TV show? In I, that regard? I wouldn't. Not not. In the, I know it's not the same characters in the same setting, but like in that regard, I'd say it's the movie. The movie works really well to like establish the setting. And like mm-hmm. like establish like this the the lore I guess for this universe, um, mm-hmm. and it tells a good like self contained story. But the reason that I like the TV show more is that they have more room to kind of play around with what what else is going on in the world. Mm-hmm. So like, um. There are other like kinds. Of, there are other kinds of vampires in the series. Like one of the main characters is an energy vampire, um, mm-hmm. who's just like this very boring looking dude. Colin Robinson. Yeah, Colin Robinson. Stop talking, Colin Robinson. Um, I love it. Who just he's just a guy who works in an office. Um, one of the the best episodes of the second season. Uh, so far has been when Colin Robinson gets a promotion at work. And so he's, <laughs> he becomes too powerful. Yeah. <laughs> he starts using humor to drain people's energy. He's like, yeah, Hey, working hard or hardly working. And like, you just, he just walks through the hallway and saying all these like terrible boss jokes. <laughs> and like the people are just like collapsing as he does it. Oh no. Just, like at one point he goes TGIF and it's just like, bloom. Like, you just, like, fall over. Oh, my God. It's it's so great and so relatable. Um, I like... I don't know. Like, I feel like there's a lot of weird TV out right now. You know? Mm-hmm. Like, it's nice. Not everything has to be grounded in reality. Sometimes you mm-hmm. just want to watch your weird 400-year-old vampire neighbors yeah. have a mockumentary. <laughs> Um, oh God, there was the one recently, uh, where he's, there's like a, the B plot is about Colin Robinson, um, using internet comments to drain people's energy. Uh, and then someone starts trolling him and like following him around and like, he goes to, he figures out where this guy lives and goes to meet him and it's an actual troll. Oh, (laughs) it's pretty great. Um, the, you get like, you get meetings of like vampire hunters. Uh, so one of the, one of the main characters familiars accidentally like figures out that he comes from a long line of vampire hunters. Like his aunt, great, great, great grandfather was, uh, Van Helsing. Um, and so he keeps accidentally killing vampires without really meaning to. Um, so he goes to, except the one that he's familiarized Hmm? to, right? Except the, the yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so like other vampires throughout the series have like shown up to try to kill the main characters and he'll just like accidentally kill them. Um, and at one point he infiltrates a group of vampire hunters uh, and they're just like a bunch of dorks, like kind of LARPing, except for what's his name? Craig, Craig Robinson. I think is the, the actor's name. Who's oh, Daryl yeah, in the office. And he's, um, 
Oh, he's the Pontiac Bandit in Brooklyn oh, yeah. Nine-Nine. Yeah, yeah. I think his name is Craig Robinson. Anyway, like, he's he's in that... Um, yeah, it's Craig Robinson. But it's just, like... He's great. It's just this group of, like, uh, hapless dorks that accidentally find another house of vampires. Um, oh, God. It's... It's such a great series. Uh, and just because the mm. characters have so much more room to, like, grow and you have so much more time to, like, explore how this world works and, like, where different mm-hmm. where different people are. Also, maybe as an American, I, I find it more relatable because it's Staten Island, which mm. since... Uh, or is it Staten Island or is it Long Island? Uh, no, it's Staten Island. Staten Island. It is... It is Staten Island, and I, uh, their neighbors are all Guidos, and then they go to a Super Bowl party, which they call a superb owl party, and they think it's, like, in honor of an owl, and then I love, um, <laughs> my favorite is the woman vampire. Nadja. Nadja. Nadja is my favorite, um, but just, you know, because she's, she's just, uh, she's just constantly, like, bringing up other girls, you know? She's... She's one of those girls, you go to a party with her, and she's just like, yeah, look at your makeup. Like, you're so hot. Blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, I like you, Nadja. <laughs> but she, like, she goes to the Super Bowl party and, like, talks to all of the wives. And she's like, why are you with them? They suck. <laughs> They're awful. They should treat you like goddess. And I'm like, this is great. It's, it's just perfect. <laughs> so. Anyway. Um, please, please watch What We Do in the Shadows. Uh, we're still watching The Great. Um, oh, yeah. Which continues to be good I, and very funny. I have been liking it more the further we get along in it. I really hope it gets a second season. I don't know. We'll get to the season finale and we'll see if there's anywhere for it to go. But um. There was that one episode that we got through like halfway through the season where we thought it was like, oh, are we getting to this part already? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was like, nope. Nope. Fake out. <laughs> so. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't know. That's what we've been up to. How about, how about you, Alex? Well, speaking of good-ass TV shows, um, so this is a little bit little bit out of date, but uh, I finished watching She-Ra. Mm. Have you watched any of She-Ra at all? No, we haven't. No, not at all. Okay, so season five. This uh, was the last season. So the season, uh, the the show is is finished. It's done, and oh my god, it's amazing. It's so, it's so beautiful, and it's so. <sighs> okay, so. I don't. I don't want to. I, I. I do think that you should watch it. I, I do think that it is um, maybe not Avatar levels of good, but definitely close. Okay. Uh, in terms of storytelling, in terms of uh, you know world building, uh, and also in terms of uh, representation for LGBT plus uh, people, uh, it is something that has set a new benchmark I think for that in children's television um, and so it's something that I really have I really just want a friend to to, to fangirl about it with um, but yeah no the the um, the emotions were, were high when running uh, were high running when watching that uh, series finale and, and watching the whole show in general uh, it's it's five seasons, but seasons two and three were split uh, of one, so it's really the length of four seasons. Okay. Um, it's on Netflix. Uh, please check it out. I, I, I don't want to spoil anything until you folks have watched it. Um, I, I can't stress this <laughs> enough. I do want to do want to talk about this with you though. Uh, anyway, but so that that's one thing that I watched, um, and, and I kind of finished that. Um, but there was something else that I started watching uh, with my sister, uh, and this is an anime. Anime. Um, and I, I, you're familiar with? Uh, uh, did I? I didn't mention it. I think last time. I don't think I'd watched it last time we talked. 
But are you familiar with the concept of isekai? Yeah, yeah. Alright, so... I think we talked about this last time. Maybe not. We, we definitely talked about isekai. Maybe not. We did talk about, I think, isekai, but I think I hadn't seen this one yet. Um, but if you're unfamiliar, or maybe you didn't, you know, watch or listen to our last podcast, uh, isekai is a genre of, you know, Japanese media. It is in anime, but it's also in, like, you know, short, short stories. Uh, it's basically the I was transported to another world through reincarnation or time travel or this or that or, or whatever MacGuffin. Uh, and honestly, it, it goes back to even early... Like, I, I was trying to talk to some... We were trying to come up with what's the oldest isekai, and I was thinking that maybe a Connecticut Yankee in King Arthur's Court might be a good, <laughs> good candidate, but, but, but there might be... Uh, something older in terms of like mythology and such that that beats that, uh, but in terms of like modern literature, that's that's kind of a good parallel if you're unfamiliar with the genre. Uh, in any case, I started watching one uh, this past couple weeks, uh, and it has become a new obsession of mine. Uh, it's called "My Next Life as a Villainess: All Routes Lead to Doom." Uh, have you seen any ads for this or uh, heard this anything about this at all? First time I've heard of it. Okay, so the the thing it does a, a lot of isekai will be very kind of generic. It's a very played out genre yeah. now. Uh, it's it had a it had like its moment, and then it's just been a lot of people copying it and redoing it again and again. Um, but this one, I think, manages to have a fresh take on the genre. Uh, in that, so, it starts off with a, a young girl who's a snotty, you know, snobby, rich, aristocrat type, uh, who is, you know, they're, you know, the, the daughter of the duke, and she's going to be married to the prince, and all this, uh, and then suddenly, you know, she trips and falls and hits her head, uh, and remembers her past life as an otaku chick from the modern era. Okay. Uh, from the modern world, and remembers the fact that she's actually a character in a video game that she played, uh, a dating game, a dating sim. Uh, but she's not the protagonist of that dating sim. She's the, as the name suggests, the villainess. She's the the rival for the affections of some of the characters, the prince and, and others. Uh, and she's realized that in her playing of that game in her past life, She's realized that her own life is doomed to either be exiled in the good scenario or murdered in the bad scenario. And so this kind of reality check is what she needs to try to avoid this fate by any means necessary. And most of those means end up being being a decent person. <laughs> <laughs> to the point that she's not hated by everybody like she is in the game. Uh, and it ends up, I'm, I'm just going to read the, um, the, the tags for genre on the Wikipedia page where it has isekai, romantic comedy, and reverse harem. Mm -hmm. Uh, but it, it, she is, uh, just kind of so, so dense that she doesn't realize that she's no longer in danger, uh, by the time she's an adult, uh, and the game is supposedly started. It's great. It's fun. It's, uh blast to 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 watch they're actually uh simulcasting it so there are uh there is a subtitled uh that's being released of course but there's also dubs that are coming out and they're up they've dubbed up to episode three um they've released subs up to episode nine i think it's a 12 episode series but uh i've been enjoying it so much and i've actually been watching it with my sister and i've actually gone ahead and ordered the book it was based <laughs> off of the first two of them anyway the first two in the series uh but yeah so that's that's something that i have been invested in uh at least before major events of the world kind of caught up with me that was what i was all thinking about yeah. all the time uh, um and another one that i watched through another isekai anime I, that i watched through that i i liked but i liked less but i watched more of it because it had been already released already uh, is um, that time I got reincarnated as a, as a slime? Yes. I have so heard of that. You one. have heard of that one? Okay. So, what do you know about uh, that? One? Other than the title, nothing. Okay. 
it's another one where it's a bit more subversive than the standard isekai in that the um the the main character you know as the name suggests is reincarnated as a slime uh, but a slime with very specific and very powerful abilities, but is still just a slime, uh, and goes about his business of trying to just live his life peacefully, and ends up kind of creating a country of the disaffected monsters, where it's like, okay, like, the, the goblins seem to like me, and they're being attacked by the wargs, so I'm gonna make the goblins and the wargs play nice. And now the orcs are joining in. Uh, okay, fine. We'll just be nice here and leave us alone. The rest of the world. Uh, it's 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 not funny. It's it's um. It's just kind of an interesting take on the genre where it's less about we need to defeat the bad guy and it's more like maybe don't don't discount people because they're supposedly monsters i don't know maybe it's saying something about racism maybe it's not i don't know um but whatever the case may be it is a fun uh fun story um but it was not nearly as engaging for me as uh my next life as villainous um so anyway so i went full weeb uh in in the past couple weeks um how have you been (laughs) I don't. I think we already said. Um, yeah, I don't, there were a few days uh, where I was able to actually sit down and watch some movies on my own. I haven't had a chance to do that recently, so I watched some uh, some horror movies because Elise wasn't around. Ooh, nice. um, I've been buying quite a few uh, because there was a uh, Shout Factory who pub- does like some of my favorite horror and like camp uh cult movie like 80s movies blu-rays right now uh was doing a Mm -hmm. going out of print sale so a lot of their movies that they were going to stop publishing um they they had on deep discounts so i bought one of my old favorites uh from beyond which is based off the hp lovecraft short story um Mm -hmm. directed by Stuart gordon and uh starring barbara crampton and uh Jeffrey Combs. So it's the same director and leads as reanimator. Uh, mm-hmm. It's, and also castle freak, uh, which is also based off of an HP Lovecraft short story. Uh, it's great. I watched that one today. Um, it's better than I remember it being. It's okay. I, I remember not liking it the first time I watched it. Um, but like the more that time has gone on, I'm like, I bet that movie's better than I remember it being. So, I checked it out again, and yeah, it is it is really good. Um, Jeffrey Combs with his uh, uh, pineal gland sticking out from his forehead, waving it around mm-hmm. like a uh, 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 like an anglerfish. It's cool. I like it. Mm. Um, the other one that I watched is hilarious and amazing, uh, and I've never heard of before. I purely bought it. Because it was going out of print. Um, and it was a double feature. Okay. So I got uh, the Terror Vision Video Dead double feature disc. I haven't watched Terror Vision yet, but I did watch Video Dead. Um, it's incredible. It It is a mo- it's a movie about a cursed television set that shows up at this guy's house one day. And it turns on on its own, and the only thing that it shows is an old zombie movie. And then the zombies mm. come out of the TV. Alright? Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and mm-hmm. it is incredible so because it has the weirdest zombie rules that I have ever seen in a movie. <laughs> like, it's not, oh yeah, you shoot them in the head and they die, um, a la... Uh, Night of the Living Dead. It's not, oh, nothing can kill them. They're just completely unstoppable, i.e. Return of the Living Dead. It's not, oh, you've got to just, like, a complete bodily dismemberment, like Evil Dead. Oh, no. This, these people, these zombies think that they are still alive. And so the ways that you can stop them are as follows. One, hold up a mirror. Because they hate the way okay. that they look. 
and mm. that freaks them out. <laughs> um, and it okay. will stop them at least temporarily. Two, because they think they are alive, if you just hurt them enough, they'll just think that they're dead. Okay. <laughs> and as long as no one reminds them that they're alive again, they'll just stay dead. Uh, three. Okay. L- trap them, uh, trap them somewhere that where they can't possibly get out, and they'll eat themselves. Oh, and also, my favorite rule from the movie is they will only attack you if you show any sort of fear. If you treat them like they're a regular person, they'll leave you alone. <laughs> um, which well. comes into play towards the climax of the movie. It is horrible. It is terribly acted. Um, mm-hmm. None of, like... Intentionally huh? so? Intentionally I, so, or I just I don't kinda... think so. <laughs> um, like, the acting is all terrible. It is a completely goofy story, completely goofy script, but, like, the, the, like, the practical effects are all really good. And, like I said, it's so mm-hmm. just, like, bizarre that I couldn't stop watching it. Um, <laughs> the cheese is... In fact, I th- there's a friend of ours who I need to recommend this movie to because I think she'll love it. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah. I think I know who. Um, I, I think that you should recommend it to the two of us so that we both can watch it together. <laughs> yeah, we'll have, to, we'll have to have that happen sometime. Um, mm-hmm. And I'll have to watch the other one on that disc as well, uh, Terror Vision, which looked like it was also equally silly and fun. But anyway, that's what I've been up to. Um, and nice. I think, I don't know, I think we might be getting to the end of it for this week, unless you've got anything else. Um, no, I, I don't really, like I say, I've been, the past week has been busy with activism yeah. and, you know, just constantly staring at Facebook and Twitter and such. Um, and before that, I was going full weeb. So yeah, no, I've got I've got not a whole lot. Um, we did play All Flesh Must Be. Yeah. Um, and so that's going to be again. We're doing uh, doing that again Friday. Um, but yeah. So. Did you want to talk a little bit about All Flesh Must Be now that we got the chance to actually play through? Mm. A, a, a scene of it, or or do you want to just? I would rather, especially since it sounds like this is going to be a limited thing, I'd rather hold off my thoughts until we've played through the whole scenario. Okay, that's fine. Because that's something that all three of us have experienced. Um, But okay. So, if there's nothing else, uh, anything else from you, Elise? Yeah, I'm good. Do you want to talk? Okay. Well, in that case, uh, thank you all for listening. Uh, My name is Alex. I'm Nick. I'm Elise. And good night. Thank you all for listening.